week though tiger woods got into a car crash and he's fine We're, we, it's totally fine he's doing well he's in a stable condition but golf commentators everywhere were watching this and like eh, should have gone with a driver that's a Wait, chip shot it was, it was. <laughs> Was it was that was definitely a hole in three based on the laughs we got. Um, <laughs> a woman in Scotland uh, bit off a man's tongue, and then a seagull flew away with it. That happened. Yeah, yeah. and uh, that's actually how you make haggis. So. <laughs> uh, in intergalactic news, uh, this week NASA's Perseverance rover let the world experience the sights and sounds of Mars like never before, uh, proving that Mars is more than just rocks and Matt Damon's potatoes. Uh, it's actually uh, wind as well. So <laughs> Biden launched a missile strike against Iran-backed militants in Syria, uh, thus completing phase one of his $1.9 trillion COVID relief package. <laughs> you know, thank you, thank you so much. <laughs> the legendary Daft Punk is no more. And, and people ask why. It's actually because they got tired of touring around the world, around the world, around the world. <laughs> they were really tired because they were staying up all night to get lucky. <laughs> you guys heard Daft Punk songs? Come on, right? <laughs> yes. Really, guys, come on, you guys remember this? Let's groove, this is a party. Oh, yeah. yeah. Affirmative, Ooh. affirmative, affirmative. Now that is what I call music. That is what I call music. Affirmative, yes. Affirmative, error, error, error. Is that, I'm sorry, is that, is that a robot? Are you, uh, are you a robot? What happened to the Daft Punk music? I thought this was a Daft Punk party. Uh, it was just a segment. We just played music for a segment. But thanks for tuning in for this part only, I guess. You are welcome. What kind of party is this? <laughs> this is a, uh, it's a, it's a virtual comedy show. It's like a little late night show I, I hosted. Oh, like comedy is my favorite form of joke telling. Do you <laughs> mind if I do my tight five? No, you have to be pre-booked to the for the show. I, I have to see you at least once. Like just the people who open Justin Mateen, I know them very well, so I I I, I don't just put anybody on the show. So uh. please, I am just trying to connect. One joke is all I ask. <sighs> okay, I, I'm feeling like a little bit of sadness in my heart. I could kind of relate to this a little bit. Okay, yeah, I guess. Uh, sure, they will hear one joke. Yeah. Does anybody have trouble telling the difference between stop signs and taxi cabs? No, I'm not. I, I honestly don't relate to that at all. <laughs> that must be why I keep crashing. That's not bad. That was actually not that bad. I, uh, honestly, uh, that, that was not that bad. That was better than I thought it was going to be. So. Do you want to hear, I think you said more jokes. If that is correct, press one. Uh, on, on my keyboard or what? Uh... I am asked a number of redundant questions like, are you a robot? I mean, what do you say to something like that? What? No, really, what is the answer to that query? <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right, man. I, uh, yeah, okay, all right, cool. What is the answer? I. I, I don't know. Do I supposed to have the answer? It's a is a it's a rhetorical question. What is it? I don't I don't know. Do you like impressions? <laughs> uh, sure. Yes. Yes. I, uh, yes. I like impressions. Then check your analytics. Ha ha ha. <laughs> that was super geeky, but I, I like it. Okay. Uh, My Wi-Fi uh, is trying to connect. She wants me to route her. 
Toaster's extremely hot. Ha, ha, ha. I'm having trouble making friends on Facebook. What am I doing wrong? My picture is boobs. My bio is I show you boobs. And my name is boobs spelled with non-binary numerals. Uh, okay, all right, cool. Uh, listen, man, um, this, is, this is all great stuff, but we do have to get to our show. We have we have a really, really great show. We have an amazing guest, Camilla Cleese is here. So. OMG, I love Camilla Cleese. Oh, yeah, you've uh, you've heard of her? Of course, she was coded in Python. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, great. That's a great. That's a great joke. I, I will do one joke and then be on my way. One, one joke. One sure. robot joke. Haven't all of these been robot jokes? No. <laughs> this is a robot joke. One zero one zero zero one zero one zero one zero zero one one zero one one zero one zero one. Zero one one zero one one zero zero. Wait, hold on, I fucked that up. Let me start over. One zero one zero zero one 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 zero one one zero 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 one one one. Okay, just pull pull the plug on this motherfucker, please. All right, thank you so much. Give it up for that robot, everybody. Daft Punk's final fan. <laughs> all right uh thank you so much everybody for being here feel free to make comments in the chat if you're not laughing audibly we love that you're here we have an amazing special guest for you tonight uh she's tuning in from arizona she does comedy all around the world we met many many years ago and kept in touch and she's done our kale comedy shows many many times give it up for our friend camilla please yeah how are you guys? Oh, yeah. That um, that Python joke was actually oh. not too bad if you can jump the gap. <laughs> I guess it was named after Monty Python. Wow. Yeah, it was right. That's yeah. I just learned that though. Oh, that's great! Like like right now, like you looked it up right now. <laughs> well, like actually, like two weeks ago, maybe. Oh, that's crazy. Just randomly, but I have no idea. Let me, um, My dad just keeps getting dorkier. It's amazing. <laughs> uh, speaking of coding, are you... Um, so, so, for first of coding? all... You... <laughs> I love that oh, yeah. Speaking of coding? coding. Oh. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, we'll talk about that later. Um, <laughs> uh, so you're, you're in Arizona right now. What are you, uh, what are you doing out there? Um, escaping LA for one, but, um, we came out to work on a movie, well, rewrite a movie with, um, do you know Monty Franklin? He's a comic, Aussie comic in LA and, oh, yeah. uh, Rob Schneider. And I'm in no hurry to go back to LA, to be honest, because the clubs are open and the gyms are open and I'm not by myself 24 seven. So yeah. And yeah, it's yeah. pretty nice here. That's awesome. That's uh, so. So the clubs are all open there. Are they full capacity? Or are they um, like this? Yeah, they're, they're, they're socially distanced. I don't think, um, if I'm honest, I would want to be an audience member because they're not that distant. But you know, <laughs> as a comic, I feel pretty safe. Like, yeah. Safe, you know? That's great, and you still get to work, so that's cool. Um, awesome. But you're just you still do virtual shows too, right? Only yours and uh, Glebe and Hofstetter's. <laughs> I feel yeah. like the rest are just masochism, basically. Yeah, that's true. That's it's always true. fun to see you guys. Oh yeah, you you as well. Thanks for thanks for doing this. Um, so so you know, for those of you who aren't familiar with you, you grew up in the UK, right? Or you were born in the UK? I did. Yeah. 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 And I, so I learned to talk like this to piss my dad off. <laughs> um it worked now i use double negatives too just when because he, he's like super super english for anyone that doesn't know. um it drives him insane but i get him to 
like pick up and start doing it, which is amazing. Like he, he says like now, <laughs> which makes me laugh every time. You know, I've, I've always found it interesting how you have yeah. like British actors who can do fantastic American accents, right? Mm -hmm. But then it's not as easy the other way around. Do you, can you tell us firsthand why that is? I actually think an American accent is harder to do than an English accent, but it's hard for me to not be, be or to be objective because I had a British accent. So if I want to sound smart, I can turn it back on like that. But um, it is a good question though. I don't know. I feel like a lot of American actors don't study accents as much for some reason. Yeah, I, I think the answer is then that the American accent is actually harder than the British accent, but uh, the British are that much more smarter than Americans. Or, yeah, that much smarter, or I don't think more smarter is grammatically correct. Because <laughs> I'm American. Yeah, I, I think we just proved our point. I went to school oh. in the UK, but I'm not gonna, you know, for most comics that joke would work, but I, I know you're smarter than me, Sammy, so I'm not even, I've seen your comedy <laughs> and I get most of it. <laughs> we actually, we met, uh, we did a comedy competition together in 2015. That's, I think that's the first time we actually met. It was called March Madness from Josh Filipowski. Oh, that's right. That was fun. Yeah, we, 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 went, we went head to head at the uh, Hollywood Improv. I think we had to each do like 90 seconds. Yeah, and we were the final four, I think. We after were. After a very long night. Yeah. Um, and you kicked my ass. No, no, I barely, yeah. I barely, I was scared. I was shaking in my boots. No. <laughs> <laughs> it was a fun, um, like I don't normally like competitions, but that one seemed uh, pretty fun. But you did uh, used to ride horses competitively. Is that true? Professionally, I did. Um, which it's a great sport to put your kid in if you never want to see them have a lot of money and don't mind if they maybe die. Like, <laughs> so, uh, I did that for a long time, and then my doctor was like, "No more concussions," because you're. So you you would fall a lot, huh? Well, anyone that at that level, like when you're on a horse sort of 7 a.m. to 4 p.m. or sorry, 4 a.m. to 7 p.m. God, out of it today. Uh, six and a half days a week, like you're. I fell off. I think my record in one day was 13 times. Oh wow! Is, yeah, and that was towards the end of my career. I was like. Because the more scared you get, the more scared the horse gets. It's a vicious yeah. circle. So, I feel the exact same way with a snowboard. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Only the snowboard can't think for itself, which is the really fortunate part about. Because I was a ski instructor yeah. too, but then I I broke my leg and yeah. Oh wow! So you did a lot of active stuff. Was this was this in the UK? When did you when did you say you moved to the states? Um, I think it was about. 12 but like my dad was still in the uk so i would just fly back for the summers for three months sort of every year for a while and i still have two passports which is great well not as great as it was before brexit and trump but it's still great <laughs> and you went to boarding school in santa barbara right uh actually outside of chicago when i was living there i moved around a lot it's a little oh. confusing but because my parents get married like once a week. Um, but <laughs> I, I went to boarding school 15 minutes from my mom's house, which if that says anything about how fun I was to be around as a, a teenager, um, <laughs> I don't know. That's me and, right and now. When were you, uh, when did you decide that you wanted to do stand up? Like when did that spark fly? Um, well, I think, I don't, I didn't really ever realize I could do it. It was actually, I was in a sketch group in LA with uh, Sarah Tiana. I don't know if you guys know her, but yeah. don't check her out. She's a brilliant comic. And um, when I saw her go up, it was the first time I was like, oh, like that's another female comic that like is 
someone I'm friends with and she's super funny and dark and I, that's when I wanted to do it. And then about two years later, I think I finally got up the nerve to actually do it. Cause I was super shy and like really awkward. I mean, I'm still awkward, but like <laughs> I'm slightly less shy uh, growing up. And yeah, it, the first time like my legs were literally like shaking on stage and I'd written comedy for at that point already probably six or seven years, but I just hadn't, um, stand up is so different. You know, there's no like script or costume or anything to hide behind. It's just you. But did you specifically not want to do sketch? Did you, were you like, this is cool, but I like stand up better? I did it, but like, I mean, it's a little bit, uh, part of the reason I did want to do stand up is I'm like, oh, I can use this to establish my own credibility as a separate entity for my dad because I work with him a lot. And like, he's sort of, I guess, known for being one of the, I don't know, I don't, I, he's like a godfather of sketch comedy or whatever. And right. is that the right word? I don't know. But yeah. it, yeah. uh, I think, you know, I love sketch. Sketch is hard. Stand up is harder. But he doesn't do stand up. So it's <laughs> it is nice to have like one thing that's mine, kind of. Yeah. I mean, people still compare me to him. It hasn't really established any of my own credibility because I think my successes still get attributed to him, but there aren't haven't been very many. So who knows? <laughs> but you are the first ever child to tell a parent, I'm rebelling against you by not doing sketch comedy. <laughs> <laughs> actually you'd be surprised that's really funny um my dad did not want me to go into comedy or horses um he i think wanted me to be an academic because i believe it or not used to be book smart um but i always hated school so i think he secretly wants to be an academic like he's super, super smart uh just my attitude wasn't appropriate for that kind of career that's why I like stand up. It's like you get paid to be a smart ass, you know? <laughs> Not very much, but. <laughs> and by attitude, do you mean like you were like a troublemaker growing up, like rebellious? <laughs> Did you hear my best friend laughing in the background? <laughs> She's known me for 20 years. Um, I think that might be a slight understatement. Like, um, I mean, one thing I will say, like, I. I didn't have a whole lot of supervision, so I kind of just had to figure things out the hard way. And um, I was two years younger for my grade. So being in boarding school, like I was 12 when I started as a freshman. Oh, wow. And uh, wow. like, I've always, I've looked 30 since I was that age. Like I've always looked 30 basically, because I'm also six foot one. I know you can't tell probably like from, you know, me sitting here, but, uh, people assume if you're tall, you're older. Uh, and people will still say that to me if they guess that I'm older than I am. They're like, it's because you're tall. And I'm like, that stopped making sense at 18. <laughs> uh, but, like, I got into some shit pretty young, like, um, like cornflake cocaine, you know? <laughs> I wish that was a thing. That would have been, and by the way, whoever was hating on alliteration, fuck you. <laughs> Camilla uh, Chloe, please, uh, right here. And I should have thrown my name in as the dealer in that joke, Sammy. Basically, <laughs> yeah, you'll edit that in and post for sure. That's a good please call. do. I want everyone to know how much blow I did because it's already on Google, so who cares? Uh, <laughs> but I did get sober when I was 23 because, um, I mean. Like I, I, I'd partied enough. I think it was time for me to retire uh, or at least the police thought so. So I, <laughs> I couldn't argue too much. Wow, so you've been sober for quite a while now. That's awesome. Yeah, I think it's better for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> I think I heard your friend laughing there too. Um, <laughs> She's had to bail me out of jail before, it's cool. <laughs> So, so as a, you know, as a stand-up and as someone who was a, you know, a troublemaker of sorts, it sounds like you have pretty thick skin in the sense, like, you don't really get offended at stuff. Is that so? Or is there stuff that offends you? Um, 
I'm pretty unoffendable at this point. I mean, I, I wouldn't say that's a challenge. Like, that's <laughs> nice. But um, I think growing up with my dad, too, like, you know, we show affection by being like, like, just teasing the fuck out of each other. Like, if, if you make the other person cry, that's like the ultimate profession of love. And I don't claim that that's necessarily healthy. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I, I'd say I am sensitive, but not nearly as sensitive apparently as everybody else right now. Cause I feel like everything you say now, um, like before the pandemic even, and I think it's got worse during the pandemic because everyone's home and they're frustrated and they're on their social media, like looking for an outlet to misdirect their anger at or like find something to get outraged about. But like, um, I was supposed to do a college gig and I looked up their list of trigger words. It, it was a liberal arts college, so I'm sure you're not surprised that they actually had that. But like, I thought it was funny that guns was on the list of trigger words, but trigger is not a trigger word. <laughs> wow. And like rape is on there, but like, you know, can, can we still say grape? Like does adding butter <laughs> make it less of a crime? I don't know. Like, I feel like I should preemptively drop any homonyms of of the word rape, like crepe or scrape or <laughs> drapes. I don't know. I just like everything is deemed offensive now. Um, there, I was actually on, I don't know if you guys are on Clubhouse, but I've kind of been feeling that out. And this this guy asked a question about stand-up and the stand-ups were answering. And I, I said, he said something about, he was a, a drag queen, uh, sorry, a drag queen in Silicon Valley. He's like a a venture cap investor and a drag queen, which is an amazing dichotomy for stand-up for writing material. But he said he did a lot of stuff about how women are objectified. And I was like, oh, thank you. Uh, that's awesome that you're doing that. because I think it's even more powerful coming from a man dressed like a woman. And he got mad and said, I do drag. And I was like, is, is that not the same thing? Like, I can't say that you dress like a woman. I don't know. Like, can you say batter at breakfast if you're making pancakes or is it like future pancake sauce? Cause what if someone was abused? Like everything is just so insane right now. Um, yeah, I can actually relate to that. I, I remember before the pandemic started, I was at a place, I was doing a, a joke about harvesting wheat. Mm -hmm. And, uh, somebody just walked out because I guess they can't take a reap joke. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, so, but I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Like every, you know, literally every word can trigger somebody in some kind of way. You know, right. like so can you? Do? Can yeah. I even drive? Like, do I drive a black car or is it a car of color? Like, I don't. I, I don't want anyone offended. But at the same time, it changes so quickly that you don't know what, like, what's okay and what's not. Um, God, there were some other funny ones on the list, but I can't believe how sensitive people are. Because it's like, if you don't develop a little bit of a thick skin towards some of this stuff, uh, right. how are you going to survive? You know? right. Like, can we say how, or is that cultural appropriation to Native American people? Like, yeah, that would be a hard one to avoid. <laughs> yeah, I only say where, what, why, when. Um, uh, I actually don't even say why anymore because um, the chromosome. Yeah, exactly. Too <laughs> masculine. So. Um, yeah, no, it's crazy. It's crazy. You know, I, I was gonna, I was buying a car last year, and they're like, "What color would you like it?" And I was like, "No, I don't see color." Um, they're like, "Can you drive?" I was like, "I don't even know anymore." Uh, <laughs> but you're doing you're doing stand-up in arizona so clearly you don't really run into this problem right near people in arizona don't really give a shit um no i i mean they i don't think <laughs> what i can tell i haven't i've been hosting a lot because i wasn't planning on being here so i've just been mostly picking up like whatever i can get and a, a lot of people have been dropping out last minute due to covid um but uh, I, and when I host, I try not to get too edgy, like up top, especially in Arizona. 
Um, I did a, a Valentine's Day show. Those are always fun for anyone who hasn't done that. <laughs> Couples together, and especially I think being a chick on stage, it's like they don't want a chick on stage at all. Especially if you are a girl that looks like a girl, they're like, no, thank you. Next. <laughs> yeah, I guess uh, no couple wants to go and hear about how much you're smashing, you know? Well, <laughs> yeah, they just, there's a lot of arms that cross and, you know, I don't know. They just don't want another girl to have their guy's attention, I think. And I'm just making fun of myself. It's not like I'm going to bang your boyfriend, unless he's super hot, maybe, but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I totally, I totally uh, see what you're saying. I feel, you know, every time I do a show too, and there's couples there, all, all the women are just like that comedian. I'm so glad that I'm with this guy. Um, so I what was the worst up. set you've ever like the worst show that you've ever had to do? Oh my God. So many to name. I don't even know where to start, but uh, <laughs> let's hear it. Come on. Oh God. I, I really, I, I mean, classically the worst one I ever did was when I, um, I did a stand up set in the middle, in the middle of a karaoke show at an Irish bar. <laughs> <laughs> was there a song playing in the background like well you did your set no they turned off the music uh but it did not last long it was one of the shortest sets i ever did um and it wasn't by choice it's because the guy punched me in the stomach and grabbed the mic uh, <laughs> but wow. then he uh but then he got on stage and did a sweet child of mine so he did a really good performance so. <laughs> oh, that's good. yeah <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, what about you? What was the worst show that you ever did? Again, there's been a lot. Um, but I, I think one of the ones that would take the cake, like, did you ever do the Cabo comedy festival? Uh, no, I did not. Is that in Cabo? <laughs> it didn't last very long. It was a lot of fun. It was like kind of summer camp for comics. Like they yeah. brought us all down there and they made an arrangement with the hotels that, um, like we were all at different hotels, like groups of us, but that we would do a comedy show in exchange for having free rooms or two comedy shows in some cases. And um, at the hotel I was staying at, they hadn't told any of the guests that there was going to be a comedy show. They just, during family dinner time, like 6 p.m., put a microphone with no stand or spotlight in the dining room and were like... <laughs> dance monkeys dance and uh <laughs> like there's nothing like taking <laughs> taking an entire dining room who doesn't want to hear you talk hostage that are like with children and <laughs> grandmothers and yeah. it was and the mic cord was like this long so you couldn't even walk around and talk to people <laughs> and there was no spotlight and it was pitch black in the corner so we had all the other comics like using our phones to light each other it was it was not my finest moment, um, but I will say it was a fun festival. I can tell why they don't do it anymore because they gave, <laughs> it was open bar for comics all day long. So you just imagine by the next time. Wow. Actually, uh. I have a Zoom background that you guys, if you know Ben Glebe and, uh, you know, Jeff Dye and Nick Rutherford, you guys would probably enjoy quite a bit. <laughs> I, I pulled it out for Beth, was it Ben's birthday? Because uh, I don't drink and everyone else there was like, you, I'll just show you the video maybe. Yeah, yeah, show us. <laughs> and oh. they won't be my friends anymore. I can remember. <laughs> I will say it's always bad bombing when there's children there because there's nothing worse than a five year old looking at you and be like, I'm funnier than that. So, <laughs> totally. <laughs> That's funny. Um, somebody has a question. What is masturbating? Okay, we're we playing Jeopardy what? here. Um, <laughs> wow. Yeah, this was, uh, there's Tone Bell. Yeah. Um, there's a reason for this, by the way. Um, I think Ben walked into the bar without a shirt on and they said, you got to put your shirt on if you're going to come in. So what happens with a room full of comics? Everyone takes their shirts off. Uh, oh, wow. Clearly Jade and I did not plan well, <laughs> given our bra situation. Uh, there's um, Jeff Dye pointing at Nick Rutherford. I think you can see Ben Glebe, Colin Moulton. 
Anyway, <laughs> it was a fun festival, but uh, like I said, I think it's clear why that did not continue <laughs> much more. Wow, that's amazing. Why do Americans have such a bad reputation around the world? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I know, it's weird, right? I uh, actually fake my British accent when I go abroad. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of uh, British accents, we actually have two games that we're going to play mm. with you. You're ready for some games? You can leave that background on. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of uh, British accents, we actually have two games that we're going to play mm. with you. You're ready for some games? You can leave that background on if you want. I don't care. It's up to you. Uh, <laughs> Is it distracting? <laughs> I don't know. You guys, you guys tell me. It's up to you. Whatever, whatever works. So, uh, we're, to play these games, we're going to throw it to Keith, our resident Keith, who's going to explain our first game. Yes. Uh, how are you doing, Sammy and Camilla? Good. How are you? I'm doing great. Thank you for asking. So, um, we're going to be playing in it, um, and basically, we are going to test your knowledge of British culture. Uh, to do so, we have created a list of real and fake British slang terms. Uh, you have to both guess if they are real and fake, or real or fake, and come up with the definition. To make it a little more fair, uh, we will include a, a sentence using the slang, and I will be attempting to read the sentence in a British accent. Uh, <laughs> do, do, not, uh, do not judge me if I go all across the world with this accent. Um, <laughs> are you both ready? Okay. Yes. Bring the, it. The first word is kip, and I'll use it in a sentence. <laughs> I need I need to head for the kip so I can take a kip. <laughs> <laughs> and I need to take a kip. I need to head to the kip so I can take a kip. <laughs> <laughs> Never heard that one. Never heard that one. Okay, take a stab at it. Um, uh, yeah. It sounds like you're saying pee, but I don't. I don't believe it. I don't think it's real. I would have said poop personally, but it seems <laughs> like a bathroom either way. All right, kip. Kip is actually a real slang term, and the definition yeah. is a bed or to take a nap. So, I'm heading. To, oh. I'm heading to the kip. Yeah. Taking kip. I'm heading to bed so I can take a bed. Could you give me the origin there? I'm not sure. I believe. I I do not have that information for you, Camilla. I'm so sorry. <laughs> but, um, but Google will provide that. I'm. I'm, okay. I'm gonna have to look that one up later. Right. Yeah. Got it. The next one, pitch pillar. We told our mate. We told our mate to stop scooping under the football so we could. I'm sorry. <laughs> I couldn't hear what the word was. Oh, the the, the word is pitch pillar. Pillar. Pitch pillar. Yes, P E E L E R. Pitch pillar. Pillar. Yes. In a sentence. We told our mate, we told our mate to stop scooping under the football field so much on a rainy day or else he'd be a pitch peeler. It sounds a bit like a lawnmower, if I had to guess. Because <laughs> a soccer pitch would be they they would call it a soccer pitch, like a soccer field, I think. Okay, then that, then if 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 a field is a pitch, then that sounds real to me. I'm gonna go with it's real. Okay, and can you guess a different? Well, the kid definitely has a say in this one. Um, uh, so yeah, Camilla, I, I would agree with Camilla. A lawnmower, it's a, it's used to mow the but, football field. Or like messing it up, yeah. Uh, Unfortunately, that is not a real slang term at all from Britain. I'll go on to the next one. <laughs> Bubby, Bubby in the chimney tin. What? In the chimney tin. The chimney tin? Yes. 
Bobby in the chimney tin in a sentence. <laughs> is Bobby one as well as chimney tin? Bobby is in the chimney tin. Oh, uh, Bobby. Uh, well, see, yeah. Bobby would be a police officer in the UK. A Bobby. Mm. A Bobby that doesn't have a weapon. Um, in the chimney tin. I'll no. just put a sentence for you. And look at him. Oh, look at him. He's as right screwed as Bobby and the Jennerton. <laughs> He's as what? I'm a little oh, bit dead oh. from one of the head injuries, I swear. <laughs> and look at him. He's as right screwed as a Bobby and the Chimney Tin. From Jamaica Mom. <laughs> Exactly. If I was going to say, man, exactly. if next time there's a Jamaican part being cast, I'm going to refer you right away. <laughs> be like, this guy does a British accent, but don't worry about that. He's, he's going he's to do the Jamaican. Immigrate it. Um, Bobby in the chimney. I'm going to go, that's not real. Yeah, I'm with you. Correct. You both are correct. That is not a real one. Um, <laughs> Thank you, thank you. Next one <laughs> is, <laughs> the next one is Bagsy. Bagsy. Bagsy? Mm-hmm, B-A-G-S-Y. That's real, I've heard of that. Would you like it, would you like it in a sentence? Yes. I believe it is real, but I can't remember what it means. I was footballing with some chaps of mine. <laughs> I was bummed because my best mate called Bagsy before I could. <laughs> Why is your British accent almost more female too? I don't, I don't know. I have no clue. I have no clue. I'll try it again. Okay. I was footballing with, I, I, I was footballing with some chaps of mine, when someone suggested we get some fish and chips, I was bummed because my best mate caught Bagsy before I could. Oh, it's like calling shotgun. Got a little Indian there. Yeah, like dibs. Calling dibs. Uh, like dibs or shotgun, yeah. Okay, oh, well, so I guess uh, this is open to everybody to play. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I was, I was gonna say they, they, they got sex, but calling dibs, let's go with that. Calling dibs is correct. All right, yeah. Damn, you said I was turning Indian a little bit towards them? Yeah, at the very end of that last one, you're like, and get dipsy before I did. <laughs> less, less female, though. Well done. Okay, thanks. Yeah, Keith, you got range, man. You got a range of accents going on there. Like, we, I think we covered like 13 different countries there. Yeah. I've been to a lot of places uh, around the world. Was that it? Was that all of them? No, I have one more. Last okay, one. one more, one more, one more. Cod swallop. Cod <laughs> swallop. In a sentence, my mates were, my mates, my mates were all talking about how they could take the queen and fist the cups, or at least get some taps in on the pitch if she was playing defense. But I told them that Ariel Cake wouldn't take too kindly to all the cot swallows they were spilling. <laughs> that wasn't the correct usage, darling, but cod swallop is a word. Oh, it means like uh, <laughs> bullshit, basically. <laughs> yes, that yeah. is very correct. Um, sorry that that was not literally. Literally, that's a good word. Literally. Lovely. Uh, what is the like? Why is it? Why does it mean that? Codswallop. Um, yeah. It's a bit. What's the? Uh, what's the American word that I'm trying to think of that sounds like it? It's like nonsense. It's just a silly word, I think. Yeah. Like, it's it's an, kind of in a weird way in onomatopoeia because you would expect it to mean a whole lot of bullshit, but codswallop. I'll have to look up the origins on that one too. All right. What a bunch of cogs swallow. All right. Good but to I know. like how you used fisticuffs in there too, because you don't hear that very often. Except <laughs> if you're into BDSM in the UK and you're very upper class, then maybe. 
than your <laughs> fisticuffs. Oh, man. Get some bagsy before I did. Um, okay, cool. All right, we have one more game. Keith, you want to tell us what it is? Yes. What you doing, Noob Noob? <laughs> you look funny. Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> All right, yes. So uh, we're going to be playing One Prick Pony. Now, I'm going to be changing my accent for this one as well. So y'all just, just ride along with me. <laughs> Howdy, partners. <laughs> we got four videos I reckon to show y'all. These are videos of the best rooting, tooting horses you've ever wrangled this side of the Mississippi. Or they're the biggest two-faced scoundrels on the other side of the Mississippi. Y'all ready to get to guessing? Yes. Y'all yeah. gonna think of these some good horses or some bad horses. Okay. All right. Wait, what's the question? We we have to tell we have to say if it's a good horse or uh -huh. a bad horse. Okay. Like it's doing a good thing or a bad and it's being bad. This I should be good at. So you you take a stab at it before we play it. Do you think this horse is gonna be quite pleasant? <laughs> Or do you think this horse is going to be not so much of a dog? These, these, some, these some bad ones, I will say. These some bad ones for sure. They look scared, so we'll see. They're not going to be uh, excited about having a gate slammed on their ass. Yep, oh. there you go. <laughs> Shit! That's how I broke my neck, by the way. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh. You don't want to have him land on you like that. He like reared up and I was 13 and my parents let me keep going. <laughs> they love me, I swear. <laughs> you, say bad, you say bad horse? I, that looked like a bad horse too. It, it didn't look happy. Yeah, yeah. we're going to go with a bad horse. That wasn't a good horse at all. <laughs> now, the next horse is actually one I met while wrangling cattle down in the Mexico. I did a trick pony with a trick pony. Hit me. Me. Oh. That's how I oh. Uh, the first half of that looked like it was going well. No, it really didn't. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that that was more like what happened to me because, you know, there was a rider on to demonstrate when it flipped over backwards, but yeah, that did not look fun. But that guy also beats his horse, you can tell, so it's very sad. Oh, that's sad. How could you tell that? Because the horse looked terrified and didn't want to do anything he was trying to make it do. Like some, there's different uh, mindsets when it comes to training horses. You you can try to coax them to do things they want to do to be good horses, or people beat them, and that's why I left this sport. It's horrible. So what turned out, what was supposed to be a fun game is turning out to be a sad pitch on animal abuse. That's a great job. Can you play <laughs> Sarah McLaughlin? <laughs> bring the mood back up. All right, let's let's uh, how, how many more? One more? Can we do one more of those? We got one more coming. Okay. All right. <laughs> horse is a fine example of why we all need to go see some horse competitions. Are they a prick pony or a trick pony? He beats his horse for sure. <laughs> he does. But the horse can't feel it, so it's okay. He's young. Oh. <laughs> no, that was worth it for sure. I um I used to do some stunt riding. I should have sent you guys one of those had I known. Uh, the yeah. cool the coolest shoot I think I ever did was for a music video, and I got to gallop bareback down Sunset Boulevard. And in the music video, it looks beautiful. In real life, it was terrifying because there was cars. Like I'm just in traffic, literally, and people are honking <laughs> and screaming. It was. Like right by the comedy store in Pink Dot, like. 
Anyway, <laughs> that's not normally my face when I ride, but <laughs> for the sake of the music video. <laughs> so was this horse being good or bad? He was amazing. I couldn't believe how well behaved he was. They'd actually got me a stunt woman for that because it was back when I was like modeling and doing stupid music videos. Um, but like I rode so much better than she did. I just got paid double. But like that horse, did you guys see Hidalgo? Because apparently he played Hidalgo in the movie Hidalgo. He was like the most well-trained and like unfrightenable, if that's a word. Um, yeah. Like just was amazing but riding bareback for two days i might be barren um i don't know if you've seen the, the horse's back is shaped but it <laughs> you guys are just looking at me like creepy <laughs> i once uh, fell off a horse riding in the dark it was a nightmare anyways <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that last, but that last horse was, was that last horse that we just watched. Was it being good or was it being bad? Uh, that, oh, the pony was being great. He was perfect. He was, great. he was being great, but the kid, the kid just couldn't hang. Exactly. Well, bareback is very tough, and the fatter they are, the harder it is to stay on. I know that oh, yeah. that is going to be interpreted <laughs> many different ways. That's but because when they're round, it's hard. There's like no, um, you know, it's it's like trying to straddle a a ball or something. Okay, right. I'm just gonna stop while I'm ahead. No, I, I agree. <laughs> and we've all we've all done bareback, and we know how it's hard to really get out of that. So, um, awesome. Okay, well, great. Thank you, Keith. Everybody, give it up for Keith. Thank you so much. Thank you, Keith. And uh, thank and thank you. We we really really forced him to do those accents, and he went along and did it. So thank you so much for being a good sport. Uh, <laughs> that was great. So uh, Camilla, thank you so much for stopping by and having fun with us today. Uh, your upcoming movie, where, where, where and when can we see that? Uh, me galloping down sunset? <laughs> oh, you can't, you um, can't talk, can you not talk about it? Oh no, that was a while ago. Um, I, if you mean where I'm doing comedy next. Uh, well, you're working, on, you're working on, a, uh, on, on a film, right? Well, we're, we were doing rewrites on a film. Um, oh, yeah. it, it shoots in Australia in the fall with okay. Jim Jeffries and Rob Schneider and my dad. And yeah. I'll be a PA, probably unpaid intern, um, which is <laughs> awesome. <laughs> that's how I roll. Uh, but in Arizona, I'm at Stir Crazy Comedy Club um, the first weekend in March. And the second weekend, I'm at... House of Comedy Phoenix. Sweet. Oh, those are awesome venues. Those are A rooms. Check her out, Stir Crazy and House of Comedy. And uh, social media, right? Camilla Cleese? Everything is at Camilla Cleese. Unfortunately, I'm the only one, so I can't blame any of the bad shit I did on another Camilla Cleese. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much for coming by and talking horses and your life with us today. We really appreciate you. And uh, this has been so much fun. So uh, Always a pleasure. Thanks for having me, Sammy. Of course. We look forward to having you on more shows. So one more hand for Camilla Cleese, everybody. <laughs> thank you, Camilla. And now we have a special musical guest. Uh, he has been on the KO Show many, many times. He's been on NBC, Comedy Central. Everybody give up loud. For our guy, Mr. Morgan J. Oh, it's good to see everybody. Keep those were some good fucking accents. Keep <laughs> you sounded so sexy. What's going on, Ruben? This is the third time I'm seeing you this week, Ruben, Ruben, Ruben. <laughs> Do you got your bong next to you? <laughs> What's going on, court? Who else has seen me here before? What's going on, Bianca? Doo -doo 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 -doo. We're doing something different today. Cause I, I'm just starting with the guitar cause you all have seen me so many times. Christopher, was thank you for saying I got a nice voice, Christopher. Christopher, you look like you know some algorithms. <laughs> Looks like you know some mathematics, arithmetic. What do you do, Christopher? What do you do for work, Christopher? Last oh, yeah. name. Mm -hmm. 
Can you unmute yourself, Christopher? Can you unmute yourself? Maybe he's not doing as many algorithms as we thought. <laughs> What's going on, Christopher? Hello, I'm, I work for Fulton Center. I'm an essential worker. That's oh, essential worker. Give it up for Christopher. Shout out to you, my guy. Shout out to you. What's going on, R08080085? Now we know that. We know that dude is doing some computations. <laughs> do you speak? Do you speak robot? Affirmative. Do you speak robot? Do you speak robot? Do you speak robot? I want to talk wow. about. I want to talk about David, David Fry as his profile pic kind of looks like the video froze. Doesn't it look like it froze? He don't, it looked like it froze. Like, I bet it actually did freeze. And then he was like, this is the best photo anybody's ever taken of me. So I'm going to save it and make it my profile pic. Let's go. <laughs> I like how he communicates via the built-in zoom emotes let's go hold on okay dr brenda dr brenda how's it going nice to meet you what you oh we we drank tonight what you drinking dr brenda wine that's what's up you got you have electric you have electric energy what kind of doctoring do you do? Psychology. Oh, you know, I was going to guess that. I swear to God, I was going to be like, she looks like a child psychologist. Is that what you do? Yeah. Child psychology, because you got that warm, you got that warmth. I see that warm affection and vibe in you. You probably got an office filled with transition dolls. Do you guys know what that is? Transition objects? Do you know what those are? It's, I know, well, look it up. It's not like a weird thing. It's like a real thing. It's like a real thing. Pat Hansen, what's going on, Pat? I'm just sitting here singing to you. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Give it up for Ruben taking a fat bong hit right now. Look at Ruben taking that fat ass bong rip. Let's go, Ruben. Yeah, Ruben. Let it out, let it out, let it out, let it out. AB is another one of these people who look like their camera froze. But and they just left it as the profile pic. AB, are you here with us? Okay. I am. What's up? Oh, that sounded sexy. What's up? <laughs> you sound sexy too. Oh, damn. Ooh. Hit me with the private chat. <laughs> Hit me with the private Zoom chat. Let's exchange some photos, photos. Uh-oh, Ruben took a big hit. He coughing. Ruben, be careful, Ruben. Gotta keep them lungs strong. Let's go. Tony Schmidt. What's up, Tony Schmidt? Looking like a lead singer of an indie rock band. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, he kind of looks like he would like you know it almost looks like he used to do he was in a band but now he just produces do you know what i'm saying <laughs> like there's people who are in bands but they're like yeah i was too much the touring was too much for me so i just decided to what do you do tony schmidt i'm a programmer i do the algorithm oh, programmer <laughs> working with that c plus plus working with that HTML. <laughs> Working with that Java. <laughs> Working with them semicolons. Working with them semicolons. Line 68. 
is missing a semicolon. Can you get on that? And it's like, if you know where to, if it's like, if you're going, if your boss is like, as missing a semicolon, and you're like, well, clearly you know where it is. So why didn't you just put it there? Why are you coming to me to do the extra work when you clear? Like, why are you delicate? Like, you know, you know what I'm saying, Tony? Preach. You know. You know what I'm saying? Gregory Buckingham looking like an off-duty cop. Oh. What's up, Greg? <laughs> no, you got that vibe. What do you do? Or, or you super gay? Like you have a gay mu like the mustache. You know the mustache got a you know what I'm like Aaron's got a big thick mustache. Think for yourself. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, listen, your boy Morgan is a little bit gay. Real talk. Because you know, if you have any gay friends, they're always trying to catch you slipping. They're always like another glass of rose. Life's an adventure. You're not even my type. And then before you know it, some dude is giving you head. You ain't even mad at it. I ain't even mad at it. You used to call him on his cell phone. You used to call me on my cell phone. Late night when you need my love. Call me on my cell phone. Oh, do do da da a little Drake right now. Damn, this this is fire. We vibing right now. What's so Bianca? Tell me, Bianca, were you supposed to go to Burning Man this year? <laughs> no, I love some Zoom filters. Having some fun on my cap. That's what's up. That's what's up. Do you work? Do you work, Bianca? I do. I am a teacher, English as second language teacher. I talk to people all around the world. So you like to connect? I do. You like to connect? You like to connect? Yeah. <laughs> Serving us those juggalo vibes. We love to see it. <laughs> Let's talk to Kara Prentice. What's up, Kara? I feel like I've talked to you at a show before. Have. I have. Yeah. What do you do, girl? Uh, I make salespeople look good. That's what's up, <laughs> Kara. And you know what? It looks like Kara had it up to here. It looks like Kara had it. Doesn't it look like Kara? Kara had it up to here. I don't know what she had it up to here with, but she had it up to here. <laughs> she done with it. Pat Hanson, what you doing with that hair? Are you rubbing somebody's head right now? <laughs> Who's that? Oh, damn, Pat with them sensual vibes. <laughs> damn, Pat, he's a giver, not a taker. You don't know what you give, you receive. You know when you give, you receive. I wouldn't be surprised if Pat is hard right now. I'm telling you, oh my bad. I'm gonna stop saying what, okay? My bad, my bad. John F5119. What's going on, dog? Looking like you just got a office shift at the construction job. What do you do for work, John F? John F 5119 sounds like a biblical verse. Can somebody look that up? Let's see if that's something. Pest John... management, pest control. Oh, snap. I... Yo, also big ups to you, mad respect to you, John. John, are those plants in the background? Are those plants in the back? Are those real plants? Those are pothos. <laughs> Yo, big ups for you for having some plants and art in your place like a real fucking man. <laughs> Something tells me you got a bad frame as well. Matter of fact, matter of fact. Give it up for Adam Cutsinger, who I don't know if that is him in the photo, but if it is, bro. Good for you for not eating gluten or sugar. <laughs> there ain't no way you looking like that and not eating gluten or sugar. Okay, let's play a song. All right, I don't know um, uh, if I played this here before, but I'm gonna play it for you anyway. Uh, this song is called Friend Zone. Has any, have I played this here? Yeah. 
We don't remember it. Okay. This song is about being in the friend zone. I hope you like it. Here we go. Actually, before I do that song, I'm going to do this, this one new song that I haven't played much at all. Uh, this song is called Peeping Moon. <laughs> this is about if the moon uh, watched us, if the moon jerked off to us at night. Like, <laughs> like if the moon was like dirty, like it was a naughty peeping Tom, but it, it got off at the dirty stuff people did on Earth. Wow. Here we go. <clears throat> the sun is gone, but the stars are out, and I'm alone up here, just thinking about all of the things that you might do. Hey, it's me, Mr. Moon watching you get as dirty as you want cause all that dirty shit really helps me get off what's on the menu tonight maybe i'll watch you get pegged by your wife i'm fucking here for it <laughs> I love watching you get paid by your wife. I see you doing all your freaky deaky role playing. I see you in the desert still with going. that dead body that you're burying. I see There's 43 you people watching this. All your freaky drug dealing. All I gotta say you is see keep this? going. I'm gonna finish. Oh yeah, keep doing that freaky shit. Cause I'm gonna jerk off and come and I'm the moon. They don't call it the Milky Way for nothing. I'm the moon. All the stars came out of my tiny moon penis. Yeah. <laughs> All those stars in the sky Cause I'm the moon and I'm watching you Thank you guys, that's the moon song. Thank you so much. I don't play that often because it's real dirty. That form. Yeah. All right, I'm gonna put this, I'm gonna do this song with, uh, with auto-tune. This song is called Friend Zone. After this, I'm gonna get out of here, guys. This is my Venmo. If you want to donate to me, if you had a good time. Low-key, my girlfriend has pegged me on several occasions. And it's super dope. <laughs> Wait, Sammy, do I do you want me to stop? Should no, I? no, do one more, do one more. I do one more. Okay, this song is called Friend Zone. She's got me in the friend zone, yeah. Hey, she's got me in the friend zone. She's down for Netflix, but no chill when we go out. She always lets me pay the bill. She talking about a day with somebody named Will, and she feels the need to tell me every detail. She says he wasn't even that cute, and on top of that, he had too many face tattoos. God, I wish. I could meet somebody like you. I'm like, damn, bitch. I'm somebody like me. She's got me in the friend zone. I'm literally right here in front of you while you playing these fucking games with me. She got me in the friend zone. She's always asking me for dating advice. What to wear? Does he seem nice? We laying in bed And then we lock eyes Could this be it? I think I feel a vibe So I close my eyes And go in for a kiss And she's really not having any of it She stops and yells What are you doing? I'm like, no girl What are you doing? Cause we're straight up laying nose to nose on your fucking bed And you telling me not to kiss you And like you looking in my goddamn eyes all longingly like you want 
God damn it. We got it in the friend zone. You playing with my feelings, girl. Yeah. Whoa. She's like, that's just the way I am. And I'm like that with all of my guy friends. And if you can understand, well, then maybe. This, by the way, every time I do that song, when I go, um, that's just the way I am. Girls be giggling because they know what they're doing, and fellas be in the crowd like this. <laughs> <laughs> well, then why don't you get one of your other guy friends to help you move this weekend? I can't be the only guy you know with a Ford pickup truck. Get out of my freaking apartment. I'm done with you. Yeah. She's got me in the friend zone. shoulder she uses me just so i can hold her she says she wants someone a little bit older she says i gotta leave someone else is coming over thank you guys yeah give it up for morgan j everybody he left it on a high note now <laughs> yeah, she's like, you left it on a high note, and he just took it even higher, everybody. One more hand for Morgan. Jay, come Thank on you guys. now. Let him hear it. Hey, yo, Comedy Sammy, thanks for having me, man. I love coming here. Oh, we love having you every time. Thanks so much for doing this. We'll do it again. Um, so what a great show, everybody. Uh, did you have fun tonight? Are we happy? Oh, yeah. Very good. So, thank you so much for tuning in, and uh, we will see you next week at 6 o'clock Pacific. Uh -oh. Um, we have a great, great, great uh, lineup as well. Uh, our special guest is going to be Jenny Zagrino, so come out to that one. And give it up one more time for all the people you saw tonight. The amazing comedians, Justin Foster, Mateen, Camilla, and Morgan J. Have a great night, and we have an amazing show in just 10 minutes. So tune in to that, KO Comedy. It's going to be a legendary show. So everybody tune in. Thank you so much for coming here, and we're about to shut this down in like one minute. So thank you so much.